They're phasing you up, man. Welcome to another episode of the Christian Trail Bros podcast. This is your host, Briston Reigns. Joining me is Asher Manlin, a.k.a. Asher Hamlin. And then we got BHB, bald-headed Billy. What up? AKA, AKA William Kent. Welcome to another episode of the Christian Trobo's podcast. We're on episode six. Is it six? Six. Okay. We'll go with it. Hopefully it is. All right. It's I'm going to say six, but we'll see. Um, I have a podcast update. If you're a faithful listener, this will impact you, I think, if you listen every week. We are going to start doing these podcasts once every two weeks. You're probably wondering, dude, why are you doing that? It was every week and now it's every two weeks. Well, uh, I quickly realized, and I think everybody else did too, is catching on to them as well, that with very, very busy schedules, with how long this podcast runs, it is a big stress and hard to fit in every single week. I think once every two weeks is going to give us extra time, not only to prepare but also extra time just to be mentally and fit and spiritually ready for these podcasts. Um, I guess we know how pastors feel every week. <laughs> we're only four, four or five weeks in and we're already, it's already getting rough and pastors are preaching every week, maybe even twice a week. So right before I mentioned that, like we were talking about that earlier today. Like I, I watched this preacher named uh, Bobby Chandler. I think that's his name. And, uh, like right after I had said that this little, like the verse, uh, let's see, Exodus, uh, chapter four, verse 12, he brought it up and said, now go, I will be with you as you speak. And I will instruct you in what to say. And I was like, Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, dude, no preparation. God's just going to tell uh, you on the spot what to speak and how to say. No no prep but uh yeah that's the update um are you guys y'all feel kind of the same about it feel good about doing once every two weeks does it sound good to y'all i feel better yeah yeah okay i just yeah not that i'm it's it's you know like we can do it every week but it's i just feel like we'd be uh more meat there'd be some more meat for the listeners instead of just uh sometimes you know i i struggle a little bit i'm just sitting here you know not knowing what to say sometimes because uh whatever we had a bunch of stuff to do we all got lives but like you know it's easy to like sit and read our bible you know by ourselves each day and go to church on sunday but like in the back of my mind i'm not thinking like pull out my notepad you know what i should have said that in the podcast and now i, I should probably you know i should like think of things you know throughout my day and throughout my week but uh, I haven't been doing that, so sorry, listeners. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of just depending on the Holy Spirit to tell me what to say, man. I'm kind of going with the with the Lord speak theory kind of thing. Um, I might do a little prep, a little preparation, but um, I kind of just let the Lord lead on it. But I have something <laughs> I want to throw in here, throw in, throw in here real quick. Um, we, if you don't know, we got a Facebook group called the Christian Trail Bros Forum. And basically, that's just a place where if you listen to this podcast, you can post questions, comments, testimonies, uh, even your runs if you want. And we got a couple of members. I'm going to name off all of our members. We got me, Asher, Billy, 
aka Willie or William. We got Matthew, Nathan, Stephanie, Adam, Leah, Jeremy, Miranda, and Rachel in the group right now. Um, I want to note that we got a comment from Jeremy and or Jeremy. Jeremy. Jeremy said you got prayers or do y'all do what do you think about ending in prayer? I was like, oh yeah, that's a pretty good idea. And I said, drop your prayer request. Jeremy said, right now for me, just to focus, just for focus and discipline for the new year. So we pray, Jeremy, right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, that you will have focus and discipline for this year. And that focus and discipline will be on God. Amen. There you go. Yeah, I guess. What's crazy, Brisson, is I wasn't even thinking about um, literally doing that last week, like, hey boys, you you want to close in prayer? Because I think it might have even been the week before. But I was like, we had such a good discussion. This is worthy of a little praise and thanks to God too. So I love that. Yeah, yeah, I uh, will definitely close in prayer. Y'all, y'all just remind me if I forget. But um, yeah, guys, yeah. So shout out to all of our people in the forum. Shout out to you guys. But with that. With that being said, there has said it. What? With that being said, transitioning, transitioning. Um, well, there's two. There's two sides to this podcast. So there's like the spiritual side, and then there's the running side. Like, and I can't run right now, so I'm like, like I'm like, oh, there's so you know, like there's so so much stuff that I would be talking about, but it's like I feel like I'm just a couch potato lately. Yeah. Well, now you know how normal people feel, Billy. Normal people ah. that don't run, this is how they feel. So it's you- so easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They know how they feel. Whenever you're injured, you're you know how a normal person that doesn't run what they do. <laughs> and honestly, dude, it's kind of miserable, low key. Like people that don't work out or anything. And all. <laughs> There's so miserable. much more time. I'm like, what do I do with so much time? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I it. Billy, I liked I liked in our in our little group chat we got together, you had mentioned something about like where our mind goes when we run. And today I was on a trail run. And I dude, I love running trails because they're just so fun. Like when I go hit the pavement or the road, it's I don't know, man. I I just notice myself every day wanting to go run trails instead of road. It's just, I don't know, it's fun. You're in nature. It's peaceful. I just really like it. Um, but you can't run on trail every day because it's going to hinder your speed if you want to be fast, you know. So, But I, I really like that comment you said, though, about the thoughts. Like, where, are you, where does your mind go when you run? And I'm interested, Billy, of, of seeing where your mind goes when you run because you asked the question so i assume based off of that that you got some pretty interesting thoughts while you run so let's hear some of them oh wow so it's it's hard to get out like where we live uh i mean where i live is oklahoma city it's just flat cement everywhere i mean there's thunderbird lake there's a i mean for me that's about it um, if you want to hit like an actual trail, not like a dog park, you know what I mean? In the middle of the city. Um, 
Yeah. <clears throat> I would say there's something weird that happens to me every single time when I'm doing a long distance run or uh, a competition. And most of my competitions are, I don't know, 50 K and, and up. And, uh, I get very, this is, doesn't happen during my like regular life. I, I, I get emotional and I cry and this never happens. Like, like you could like tell me my dog died and I would be like, all right, well, we'll get a new dog. But like <laughs> when I'm out on the trail, once I hit like mile 20 or maybe mile 30, or if I'm in a competition, almost every competition, like five minutes or five miles from the finish line i think of my dad my dad died in 2012 and i start like thinking that he's like proud of me and then i like start crying like i get all weird and i'm like and then i'm like and then i start laughing like i don't know if i'm losing my mind i get like hysterical a little bit and i'm like look at me with the headlamp on two in the morning in the middle of nowhere like, what am I doing? But at the same time, it's like, it's a beautiful experience and, and nobody like, I just know where to go. Like, I know how to go, like, get all that out. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's my experience. Hmm. What about like on your everyday runs? Not whenever you're not crying. Do you have any thoughts? Well, here's the deal. Like, well, I mean, weekends, I mean, every weekend there's a long run. So every weekend that's like my time. But uh, I have to say that there's something that I need to work on, which is learning to run without music. And that's another topic is do you run with music or without? Because when I run with music, I do not listen to uplifting music. Um, uh, I listen to music that is uh not not very spiritual mm. um and uh usually i'm mad and during the maybe six to ten mile run is my usual for the for daily runs uh i'm usually pray okay this may sound weird but if i have the music down i'm praying but when i pray i'm yelling so I usually run down highway nine. So I'm running on the highway, which is really dumb. Oh boy. And I'm screaming my prayers because I'm not a guy who's like, okay, I come home and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna hit my knees. I turn everything off and I'm in a dark room and there's a candle lit. Like I just can't sit still at all. So like my time to pray is usually when I'm in motion. Which is God like wants you to rest and like be still. And I'm just not that dude. And I think he knows, but I'm screaming these prayers. I'm like, Lord, my sister's going through some stuff. Lord, just be there for her. And I'm like, ah. I'm like, let me be a vessel. Use me. And I'm like screaming. And like, if you look and saw like a homeless person on the side of the highway and then looked at me, you would probably think I was the crazier person. Like, what happened to that guy? <laughs> so, so your time is spent when you run screaming, screaming at the top of your lungs, prayers to God while cars are flying by. Yeah, because people think like I have like a, you know, I, sometimes it is a sinus infection, but sometimes I'm just can't talk because I'm just screaming. 
<laughs> I love it. It is what it is. <laughs> That's pretty cool, dude. Like seriously, that is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, you want to mention like <laughs> listening listening to music while you run. And dude, I found that when I run, if I'm listening to music, I don't pay attention to the music. I'm like thinking. I'm thinking what? outside my head. Yeah, so like for example, like I talk about how you know, I, I love running on trails and I just got done doing a trail run this evening. And while I was on the trail, I had my, my earpods in and I was listening to like, I don't know, like this kind of like, I would say it's a modern version of hippie music. It's like, um, I think it's called Christian uh, folk music. I think it's what it's called. You know what folk music is? Oh yeah. I'm familiar. Anyways, I got this Christian folk playlist, which by the way, Billy, I found, which I don't know if what you're listening to is Christian or not when you talk about the music you listen to, but I found this like really, this guy sent me this playlist and this, and these bands of these guys, it's like really hard rock and I listen to it when I'm in the gym, but they go hard. Like it's, it's screamo Christian is literally what it is. Oh yeah. Send it to me. I think we all know the artist. uh, He's like the halfway in between NF. Yeah, I kind of, I don't really count him. Um, sorry. I wouldn't say he's, yeah. He's a, I don't know. Yeah, so the, I'm going to, I'm going to name you all the bands this guy sent me. So this guy, his name's Zach. Um, he's a Toronto Toronto too. Man, we should have him on this podcast too. He just graduated from a, from a Christian college actually. So, um, but his, he, and he came over to our cross country house Asher when we lived in Fayetteville. But um he yeah. sent me this name and it's called Holy Name is the name of this band. And it goes hard, dude. Like it sounds like like real rock. It's called Holy Name. He says, Go down this rabbit hole. He says Brian Head Welch plays guitar for, on one song called Fall on Your Knees. Um he's the guitar player from the huge band Corn. He turned to Jesus not too long ago. He said, legendary wow. songs and some artists that are recommended from, from them are legends. And then he also said another band is called Crucify the Flesh. And so, anyways, I listen to Holy Name, though. I listen to them when I'm in the gym. It goes hard. You might like it, Billy. But I'm, I'm writing it down. I'm about to download all their stuff because I, I got Holy it out. Yeah, you're going to like it, dude. It's... I love it. It's great. Um, but I listen to like this folk music when I'm out running. So anyways, the past however many times I've been trying running, I throw on some folk music. And it's Christian folk, by the way. And I just notice myself like vibing out to the music. And I usually run at like sunset. Um, I just, I don't know. I like sunset or sunrise, one of the two. I don't like running in the middle of the day. But um I don't know, I'm just vibing, and while I'm running, I find myself just, like, thinking in my head about ideas. So, the whole the whole time, I'm pretty much thinking about, like, business ideas the whole time I'm running. Like, I'm thinking about race ideas, business ideas, um, things I could do. Um, I don't know, it's just my time to kind of, like, creatively think. And so, that's what's going on in my mind. So, when you see me running, I'm creatively thinking about how I could... <laughs> grow or build a business usually so uh, I can see that. so 
there's my there there's there's what I think. Um, I do I do also try to spend it spiritually sometimes. Like I I do try to pray, but I notice I get sidetracked a lot of the times. Um, and I I would like to spend more of that time focusing on the Lord, but I don't know. It's kind of difficult. I kind of just I don't really have control of my mind when I'm running. It just kind of flows, you know. Briston, do you ever like come up with a whole bunch of stuff in your head and then right when you get done running, you forget it all? Well, I, you know, this is actually really funny. I actually write it down in my notes on my phone. I, I like stop what I'm doing and put it in my phone because I know I'm going to forget. Because yes, I have done that. I have all these ideas and then I get done and I forget. So I write them down on my phone. Yep. And it's funny, dude, because I'll be running down the road sometimes and I'll get an idea and I'll start, I'll pull out my phone while I'll run. And I'll start texting and running. So like while I'm running down the road, when I need to be watching for cars, I'm typing on my phone. I wonder what these cars think because you talk about you're running, you run down the road yelling at the top of your lungs, prayers to God. I'm I'm running down the road on my phone, or if someone messages me while I run, I'll text them back while I'm running. <laughs> it's, it's terrible, dude. Um, I'll I'll even check emails while I run sometimes. <laughs> a terrible person, dude. It, it it was funny the other day. I was on this running trail here. It's like a paved paved trail, and I started typing and I started like going from the right side to the left side without realizing it. Kind of like if you were in a car texting and driving. That's what I was doing while running. And this cyclist flies by me. He almost hit me. I was like, dude, I need to pay attention. <laughs> Put your phone up real quick. You're like, ah, oh, I wasn't on it. Yeah, sometimes I'll act like I'm not on it. Like if I see somebody, I'll like put it down so that way people don't see me. So, so I don't wait. So that way I just don't look like I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't want people to catch me. And another weird thing I do is if I don't have earbuds and I'm listening to music while I'm running, is if I run somebody by somebody, I'll turn down my music while <laughs> I run by them so that way they don't hear it. And then I'll turn it back up whenever I get past them. I do that too. Do you? <laughs> oh, I was. Oh, I'm not. I'm not even gonna bring this up. Never, that's that's a, that's something for another day. Uh oh. Appropriate or something? Uh yeah. I mean, it's appropriate. I don't know. It depends on the audience. Ooh. What's that? I just Is that a plug? A, Is that just, a plug? I just showed a sign that said "Happy Trails." Let me explain this real quick. Sorry to go off topic. I just noticed they were here. My mind got sidetracked. Um, but I got these signs. And so I'm doing this race this weekend called the Longview Trail Runs. It's a local race in my city I'm doing. And I got this uh, sign. And so as they're leaving, like when they get in the car and they're they're exiting, I got this sign that says Happy Trails. So whenever they're leaving, this is the last thing they'll see. Kind of like, like in our podcast. Sometimes the last yep. the last thing we'll say is happy drills. So I love it. Yeah. I want that on the back window of my car. Trails. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually look pretty good, dude. One of those yeah, would. one of those back stickers. What what's Asher's uh t- tell us tell us all. What's your thing? What do you think about? Yeah, Asher. Well, lately I've been thinking a lot about kind of in a similar vein to Briston about business and how am I going to be successful in this new business and all that sort of thing. But, um, dude, I completely relate to what you were saying earlier, Billy, about getting emotional. Yes. Yeah, man. 
getting emotional. Not every run. Briston's already looking at us like we're clowns. Like, bro, y'all are, just a bunch are of, y'all are just a bunch of crybabies, bro. No, nah, I've, nah, listen. I've also gotten emotional in runs too, dude. Like, yeah, know. and I think it's happened. To, I think it's happened to every runner and every athlete, even at some point, is that you just like you get to your breaking point, and you're like, dude, I gotta let out some tears, you know, for whatever it is. So, I got this crazy story. Well, and Briston's definitely heard it before. I don't know if you've heard it, Billy, but uh, mm-hmm. I was in Hawaii on a family vacation. And I had this great idea. One of the days we wanted to go and see the big volcano on the the island of uh, Oahu. And the volcano is called Haleakala. And it's like, I want to say 10,000 feet tall. But it's the, in the entire world, it's the quickest. It's the quickest you can go from like ele- or, uh, sea level to 10,000 feet. It, it might even be taller than that. It might be like 12,000. Anyways, I ended up running like from the start of the state park all the way to the peak. And it took, it was about 12 miles, some crazy, stupid amount of elevation. And dude, those last like three miles, my whole family, not my whole family, but a lot of my family was there like driving up the road with me. And um, I was just kind of trugging, you know, the elevation was starting to hit, the uh, altitude starting to hit, the <laughs> incline was starting to hit, um, just completely doing this for fun. Obviously, the the views were insane. Um, if you ever get a chance, check it out on my Strava, you probably find it. It was like two years ago. Anyways, maybe you won't find it. But uh, so I'm like two miles from the peak. And dude, I just started getting emotional. Cause I was thinking, I was like, all these people are here for me, like cheering me on, like what a great family I have, like what a freaking amazing God given opportunity I have to run up this mountain. Yeah, there you go. I got a right picture. There, um, if you're, if you're listening, well, everyone's listening. <laughs> um, if you want to find the picture, go to the Texas outlaw running Instagram and go down to the post that was posted on January 7th, 2022. It says break the limits and it shows Asher running on top of a mountain in the clouds. And the clouds are like on the edge of a road. It's insane. He looks yeah. like Scott Jerk. <laughs> yeah, he does, dude. I do, bro. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um yeah, check that check that post out. It it was pretty crazy. I don't know if there's a, like a story about it or at all, but um yeah, man, something about like so, like a difficult activity and especially when you put it in like the context of spirituality and like appreciation, I just think I, that's one of my favorite things about running. Yes. That's one of my favorite things, man. Not necessarily, not necessarily like the crying part, but I mean, it feels good to release every once in a while, but more like the... I mean, you call it the endorphins. I think that is in part spiritual and really just the the opportunity to be in a new place, be in an awesome place, be at the end of a trail run that you just put your heart and soul into, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah, that's cool. What, up, what else you, we got going on? Asher, didn't you do pretty good on like on that Strava segment? <laughs> I think I was KOM until somebody took it like 
last year at some time. So I had KOM for, I don't know, a year or something. That's pretty, that's pretty crazy, dude. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, and uh, kind of side note on that, I was going to do the same exact thing at Pikes Peak in Colorado. So at the start of their state park, it's like 8,000, 9,000 feet above sea level, and it gets to 14. And so I was going to do the exact same thing. I was in the parking lot with Logan and Josh, which, Brisson, you know both of them. Billy, you know Josh. Um, and I started out on this little run, like ready to have, you know, Haleakala 2.0. And, and literally within like less than half mile, this lady's like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, I'm about to run up this road. She's like, no, nah, you can't do that. I was like, bro, what? 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 You know? why, why were you not allowed to do that? I wasn't allowed to because the like the steep drop-offs on the road, they were just concerned for safety. And actually, we did take the bus, so we ended up taking the bus, Josh and I, up to the top. And um, it was – there were pretty steep drop-offs, and I probably would not have had a lot of room to run. So it was maybe a good call, but I was also still bummed out that I wasn't able to run up the mountain. Yeah. Well, she it saved you from is. death, Asher. So, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're here. You're alive. So, he's the, he's the young version of Scott Jurek. <laughs> <laughs> William, <laughs> William showed a picture of Scott Jurek right now. <laughs> yeah, son. Oh. That's funny. He did look like Scott Jurek in that picture. Everybody listening right now is like trying to go on Instagram and find the photo. It's on the Texas Outlaw running Instagram page. You'll see it. You'll see a dude running on some clouds. Do the side by side. Yeah. Plug. Mm-hmm. Plug. <laughs> yeah, you do look like a young Scott Derrick Asher. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So my calling. So something recent I just did, guys. And I'm proud of it. I'll talk about it. Is I just got done reading the Bible from cover to cover. Whole thing, man. The whole dang thing. What about the chapter with just the numbers? What is that, Leviticus? Yeah, dude. I read the numbers. (laughs) I'm serious, dude. I read every single word. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in the genealogies. I just read each word, you know. You know, it's like from from the tribe Asher came Awashita and Benjamin and Tabata and Shebata. You know, I read it all, man. I read it all. I gotta, I gotta admit, I did, I could, I did speed read through a lot of the Old Testament. Um, yeah, yeah. I need to go re- slow read through that, but um, <laughs> and I really, I really did try to interpret and understand and digest the New Testament, and that was really good, man. Revelations is insane. <sighs> like for what's to come, man. It's crazy, dude. But yeah, I was I was super grateful that um, I was able to, by the will of the Lord, <clears throat> finish the entire Bible from cover to cover. And you know, I kind of looked at it this way, dude. Um, you know, you, you could really see who hasn't read their Bible, like Christian wise. You can tell who hasn't read their Bible just because by by their fruit, aka by what they say, what they do that they have not read the Bible, but I kind of have this perspective to where if there is something that's an ultimate truth on this earth, which we believe there is right. Jesus and, and 
God. <clears throat> and they wrote a book to mankind. Would you, and you believe oh. that it was real, why would you not read that book? You know, think about how many adults there are. I'm not talking about new Christians because new Christians, it takes time to like get to where you're reading the Bible every day and trying to finish the whole thing. Right. But I'm talking about, you know, people that have been Christians for 20 years or believe in God for 20 years. And they, they, the only words of God they've ever heard is from a preacher in a pulpit and maybe a couple of verses here and there, you know, and, uh, that, that's dangerous man that's dangerous the, and there's so many people that say oh well i just don't understand it well keep reading it you'll figure it out and if there's a word you don't understand look it up in a dictionary or something you know just yeah you can and, and maybe you need to fix the translation you're reading out of um if you're reading the king, like if you're reading the king james version well yeah that's gonna be hard to read and understand maybe you should switch to the new king james version or the esv or something you know something that's actually understandable there's different versions of the bible because our language has changed to become more casual um but we got this book that the creator of all things has written to mankind and 99 percent of the people haven't even read the whole thing just bits and pieces here and there when they felt like it dude and that's not okay the bible needs to be read Every day, Jesus says, prayer, give us this day our daily bread. What do you think the daily bread is? You think it's food? No. Daily bread is spiritual bread, dude. And the only spiritual bread you can get is from the word of God. So, so I, go. What you my say? pastor said, my pastor was saying last week, he said, uh, uh, the Bible is the most bought and less, least read book. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> not wrong, dude. I never thought about that. It's the most bought and least read book. That is so true. And here, what helped with Ian? I was in a, uh, in this Bible study for a little while, and these these older older cats were telling me it's the Living Word. Like you're not supposed to get it all. Like you're not supposed to just. You could read something, but I don't get it. You're not supposed to. It's not your time. That ain't. That's not just keep reading it. And there's some other things that are maybe are for you right now, but then you're going to reread that same stuff. Maybe whatever, six weeks, six years from now and be like, Oh wow, this is something that I, you know, that I'm it's beneficial for me or somebody else, you know, that you're praying for or, or whatever. I haven't read any of the Bible. So I've read the gospels, um, read Genesis, um, a few other books, Psalms and Proverbs, you know, and, uh, but really I'm kind of stuck in the gospels right now. Cause the first time I, I even started reading the Bible was last year. Um, other than that, it was just a bunch of Bibles. Uh, I got like nine different Bibles and I think I picked up two of them. All right. So I note on that. Here's some Bible statistics for everybody. How many Bibles are printed every year? You got to guess. A million. 10 million. 100 million Bibles are printed every year. And And it's estimated estimated that there are 6 billion Bibles currently in print. Dying, son. That's crazy. 
<laughs> so that's everyone. Well, I guess there still are fewer Bibles than there are people, but we're getting close. We're closing the gap. That's intense. Dying, son. And out of those 10 million, a thousand are red each year. <laughs> hey, you know that in China, Bibles are illegal. It's like it's like drugs in China. Like really? Like the book of Revelation is banned in China. Like China has churches, quote unquote. They got Christian churches, but they got books banned from it. Like they can't read out of certain books. It's pretty wild, dude. And there's like Bible smuggling in China. There was this one guy who, when he was a kid, it was actually, it's a crazy story, man. This guy, he wrote a book on his life and he lived in China and he, he, uh, did a lot of things for, for God and for, for Christ, for sharing the gospel. But when he was a kid, he like, he like fasted and prayed for a Bible every single day. And one day, um, he had like a dream that this guy came and handed him a Bible. And that I think that next day or something, he woke up and the same man came and brought him a Bible. <laughs> and he had been fasting and praying for this Bible for who knows how long. And he gets his Bible, dude. And these things are illegal. So what he does is he takes his Bible and he memorizes every single word in this Bible, like New Testament. So he memorizes all the Gospels all the letters, everything. And he has them in his memory, every single scripture. Um, and he goes on to live this crazy life, man. I really encourage you guys to, to read this book. Um, I, I wish I could remember the name of it. I think it's like called like brother, like the life, the life of brother Yen or something. I could look it up and try to find it. Let's see. Oh yeah. It's called the heavenly man. The Heavenly Man. Y'all need to read this book, man. And I'm not a guy who like, oh, you need to read this book. Like, I don't even read books, dude. But I read this book. Actually, no, I didn't. I listened to the, there's a free audio book on YouTube. And so I would listen to it every day while on my run. It's like 14 hours long, I think. And I would just throw it, I would throw on The Heavenly Man. And I would listen to it every day on my run. And I couldn't wait to listen to it again. Because I would go run for an hour or two. I'd come back. And I would be so excited to go listen to it because it was so good, man. It's called The Heavenly Man by Brother Yun. Crazy story. Um, but I'm kind of going off sidetrack there. But anyways, talking about the Bible, what really inspired me to start reading the Bible every day? Um, really, well, real quick, before we go into that, Billy, you had mentioned how like you read things and it doesn't make sense. And that's so that was so true for me, man. When I first came to Christ and I was born again, I was a baby Christian. Uh, our brother in Christ was like, dude, you need to read Romans. You need to read Romans. I remember I read Romans. I didn't understand one single word, dude. Nothing. <laughs> I didn't understand Jack Squat, dude. But now, like I read it, I read it like a, a year or two later. I understood every single word. And I think reading the Old Testament helps you understand the New Testament. Because in the New Testament, there's so many references to the Old Testament, that if you don't read the Old Testament, you're not going to fully understand the New Testament. And I noticed that, man. I noticed that when I read the Old Testament, and then I read the New Testament right after, everything made sense. Everything. And it's it's because I had the background that the people um, that wrote the New Testament had. 
because all they had when they were before the Bible, all they had was the Old Testament. And that's all they read. Jesus, he taught using the Old Testament. Paul, he taught using the Old Testament. There was no New Testament. Think about that. So I think if anything, the Old Testament's pretty important priority. But what inspired me to finally start reading the Bible is I, I had been wanting to do it for so long. And then I was listening to a podcast one day and I heard this guy reference um, this really smart biblical scholar reference this Bible called the Daily Bible. And the Daily Bible, it's written by F as in fish, F as in fish, Lagarde Smith, F Lagarde Smith. It's called the Daily Bible. And basically, it's the entire Bible in chronological order. So if you don't know this already, the Bible was not in order when you get it. Um, but this guy, he took the Bible and he put it in order. So let me give you an example. You'll be reading in Genesis, or not Genesis, you'll be reading in um, Kings, for example, the book of Kings. And then halfway through, you'll get Jeremiah. Like, like you'll be reading verses in Kings, and then it'll throw in a verse from Jeremiah because it's within time. So it's going based off a timeline of when everything happens. So you're reading in Kings, then you're reading Jeremiah, then you're back in Kings, then you're in another prophet. And it goes back and forth. Um, and it's really cool. But this guy had mentioned this book. It's called The Daily Bible. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get that. So I bought it. And I got it. And it has dates in it from January 1st to December 31st, every single day. And basically, it has like this little black dot in it or this little black like sun in it kind of thing. And so you'll read a page or two every day. And at the end of the, and you'll know when to stop. It has this marker on it. And it's kind of like your stopping point for the day. And then the next day, you'll pick back up there and you'll read two or three pages. And then that's that. Um but what really inspired me to actually do it, because if you read the Bible now, if you tried to follow one of those Bible plans, it's so it's so like it's so out of the way, honestly, like trying to read this Bible and then pull up on your phone an old image from four weeks ago that you screenshotted on the Internet of um, the, the chronological order of the Bible. And it's not even fully chronological. And it was just so annoying. Um, and I didn't want to read it in a chronological order for, the, for it being my first time. And I did, man, and I'm so glad that I did. It makes things make sense more. Because if you don't read the Bible in order, things just don't make sense. Because some of the things they're mentioning happens in a book after that. And you're just like, what? It doesn't make sense. So I think it's so important. That's, that what, you do. that's, what my, that's weird that you bring that up because that's what uh, this this past Sunday – my pastor was also mentioning how you take things out of context and then you end up uh, doing what you thought the Bible was telling you to do. But if you would have looked, like you said, back in the old Testament, like uh, <laughs> that's not exactly true. I, I don't know. I don't have a scripture on hand to just be like, uh, but you'll make, you'll make, you might make poor decisions by taking things out of context. Yeah. Yeah. And, by reading in order, you are in context. And you got to read it in full too. But And this is going to blow your mind. But did you know the Bible, like the true, true Bible, there aren't any verses or chapters. And whenever you read a Bible and there's that little increment for chapter three, it's not a new, the writer of that didn't, didn't put it in paragraphs. It was one big letter. So like when you're reading the book of like uh, Romans, 
for example, the uh, letter of Romans, I should say. It's really just one big thing you're supposed to read all together. And so where people get things out of context is chapter two will end and they'll think, oh, I'm done. And but chapter three gives context. So that's how things get out of out of whack because they're not following it how it should be written. And what's really cool about this Bible is it has it has verse references, but there aren't any verses. It's like one big book. It's super cool. Uh, so whenever you're reading through the New Testament, there's not like chapter this, verse this. It has a reference to the side, but you don't notice it. And you're able to read it like it's supposed to be read. Because once you start reading it and there's these chapters and verses and stuff, it's going to confuse you and make you think, make you take things out of context. And so a lot of people will say, oh, well, the Bible says this. And then you'll say, but it says this too. And they'll be like, oh, that was another chapter. So that was meant for something else. And it's like, no, they're all connected. They're all connected. Um, yeah, the Daily Bible, F. Lagarde Smith. That's what really, whenever I heard, it, heard about it on the podcast, I bought it and I started it. I actually, I bought it in November and then I started it in January or no, I, I, that's backwards. I started it in November and I bought it in November, but the, the Bible starts in January. So what it did is on nights to where I'm, I'm literally just so tired. I didn't make time to read. It kind of gives me a couple weeks, a couple, like all the days put together that I missed ended up being a couple weeks, but I ended up still finishing in a year but um or before the end of the year with a couple days missed here and there that I didn't have to catch up on because I started early if that makes sense um but I try my best to read it pretty much every day like I might miss I might if I was super busy putting on a race and I was up all night yeah I'm gonna miss it um but I try to how, do what this is how a brother of mine would say uh he told me Put the <laughs> you put the Bible right next to your bed, yep. and as soon as you wake up, stare at it. Don't look at your phone. Don't look at anything else, but just start reading. I don't even care if you know what it says. Like, don't even if you can't even make out the words. Just make sure that's the first thing you see in the morning. Like, it's easy. It's simple. Like, I mean, you don't have to. It's right there. Put it on your nightstand. And like, so like, I know that that's how I started my day. Like, no matter what, like, even if I only read like two chapters or whatever, that's the first thing I saw. I didn't look and be like, oh, I got 17 posts on Facebook. Like, you know, like that's not healthy for anyone. <laughs> yeah. I, one thing that really convicted me is I would keep it on my bedside 24 seven. Like it, it rarely left there. And if it did, it, it was put back. But I, I stationed my daily Bible by my bedside. And what it did is before night when I'd go to sleep, my phone would be sitting right next to my Bible. And if I picked up my phone and was scrolled on it for 10 minutes, I would get convicted because I was like, I had 10 minutes on my phone. Why didn't I use that 10 minutes to read? So even though I'd, I'd be super tired, I would pick it up and read it because of how convicted I was. And that's a big that's a that's a big thing. And another thing that you will never see yourself do is put your phone on your Bible because that'll even make you more convicted. I never put my phone on my Bible, dude. That's putting it over your Bible. Or I used to do what? I used to wake up every day with a bottle of whiskey next to my Bible. 
<laughs> yeah, I did. things have changed, but that was a uh, you can see that spiritual warfare. I mean, like literally, it's right there. I look, I'm like, huh, this is which path do I want to go down today? Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely an idol, I think. And think about it this way: if you put your phone on your Bible at night, that means the last thing you gave your life to before you went to bed was your phone over the Bible and mm. you're putting your phone on your Bible. That was the last thing you touched. And I don't know, man, it's just super, uh, not good. And I would even read it in the mornings too. try to, but I, I mostly would read it just before bed because it takes five minutes and you're going to bed anyways, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, man. So that's, that's how I did it. And that's how, I don't know, y'all can do it too. Maybe, maybe that'll help. I feel like, Sharing that might encourage y'all and help you guys with doing it. And I'm I'm a regular dude. I didn't want to read it every day, but I I did for the most part. So if I did it, y'all can do it. Anybody can do it. So people that don't want to read, uh that's something I kinda of wanted to bring up. People that don't want to read or people that don't want to pray. Um this is what's cool about podcasts is because people can hear things throughout the week from other people. You know what I mean? Like that aren't in your circle. Cause I know a lot of people that probably hear the same messages uh, or like that are in my circle of saying Oklahoma city, but like this, it's so cool how we can just share little things and it goes out to everybody else. And it's all new to everyone else. But like, if you don't want to pray or you don't want to read the Bible, like it's because you don't want to change. And that's and that really resonated with me. Like this week, I'm sitting here and I was like, uh, and I like, no, it's time to like, it's in the morning. I'm about to go to work or whatever. I usually like pray, but I'm like, the things that I pray for usually are like, God, will you use me and like help me be okay with your purpose and not mine? And like, help me just be okay with that because I want to do my thing, not your thing. So when you mm-hmm. tell me, like, and I know what I, I need to pray for, I want to pray that like, be used by you but we know how that's going to turn out it's probably going to be really uncomfortable because growing is painful like it's not fun it's not like exciting like i mean it's exciting but it's so like that's i mean that's it people see their bible laying on their bookshelf and they're like i don't want to change i don't want to turn away from my sinful desires so why would i read that book and it doesn't help that when you open it, it's a bunch of, it's a long list of names and you're like, Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and let me tell you, the long list of names is only for a short time. And the long list of numbers at some point, it, it also goes away eventually. Um, I feel like a lot of people, they get there reading Genesis and they get to the genealogies and they just stop. They're like, I don't want to open my Bible and read a bunch of names again today. You know, but I mean, you gotta, you gotta do things you don't want to do, dude. I mean, that's just, that's a part of it. You gotta do some stuff. And like you said, it ain't going to feel good. So, I mean, like my boss, go ahead. My boss pointed out to me at work. This was a couple of days ago. He said, read the genealogy. And what is it? Matthew chapter, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't really want to. He's like, go home and read it and tell me what sticks out to you. I got such a good boss, but, uh, 
So I go home and uh, I mean, it, nothing stuck out to me. It was just a bunch of names. So I went in and I said, what was it? And he said, it's Rahab. Is that the name, Rahab? Yeah, I think she was a prostitute, right? Right. And so that's the genealogy of Jesus. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was like, he's like, just think of that, how how anyone can be used. Like, that without her, like, Jesus wouldn't have been born. Like, that was part of the, the genealogy. I was like, wow, I would not have, I would not have put the two and two together. You know what I mean? But because I'm not reading those names. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, I don't know for me, man, it's rare that I find like a connection in name. So a lot of times I'm just flying through it and I might listen to a pastor that might pick it up, but it's going to be very difficult for me to read through a bunch of names and try to find a meaning from it. So, but, uh, yeah, and you know, and one thing that kind of I don't know, I guess it just depends on where your walk is with Christ. Because I was like this, but I there I had a brother in Christ, and I was really trying to get him to read the Bible chronologically. I I literally went out of my way to to a bookstore to buy him the Daily Bible, the one I keep telling you guys about, because you can buy it at Books a Million. Um, and so I bought him this book. Because for many, many days and weeks, we had been talking about it. He was like, yeah, I'm just reading here and there. Kind of just like picking it out, right? And and I told him this. I was like, dude, I was like, you reading the Bible, like a verse here and a verse there is like going into a movie theater, trying to watch a movie every few seconds and just poking in to see what happens. And then coming out to tell other people about what the movie's about whenever you only popped in a few seconds over the course of three hours. I was like, that's a really good, that's a really good uh, analogy right there, bro. I give glory to God on that analogy, dude. It's really good. (laughs) It's original. (laughs) But um, yeah, dude, that was, that's, that's literally what you do. So whenever, you know, you're like, Oh, I'm trying to grow in Christ. You know, let me tell you about him or let me, let me, let me see what this whole Bible thing's about. It's, it's literally like I just said. So, um, what I did is I bought him. I bought him the Bible. I bought him the full movie for him to read, so that way he can watch it from start to finish. And it was the same one I had. The one I keep telling you guys about. And I don't know. I I haven't talked to him in a couple months, but I know whenever for that few weeks when we were in contact, he wasn't really reading it. And I was like, okay, well. I was like, I don't know. I was just kind of like, that's, I mean, that's on you, dude. So, um, but look at it that way, guys. Look at it that way. Look at it as, um, you know, you got this, you got this in, in a way, an instruction book and a storybook of all of life and its meaning. And it's just sitting there collecting dust. And then it's like, if you ever have anything to where you just don't want to do it and you just don't feel like it, a lot of times it's probably because it's going to get you closer to God. I think um, I always liked this example, but I noticed, I noticed that anytime we're going to go somewhere and I don't look forward to going, I always have such a better time going than when, if I look forward to something and I'm excited about going, I don't have as much as a high as whenever I don't look forward to something and I go and it turned out being a great to be a great time. So things that you don't want to do, I think will bring an unexpected joy. And I think this podcast is a good example of it. Like, I'm going to be honest, guys, like 
do I want to get on here at seven o'clock every Tuesday night and do this podcast? No, like I would way rather be, <laughs> <laughs> I would way rather be pleasing my flesh watching YouTube, man. I mean, that's the honest truth. I would rather be relaxing or cleaning up around the house or doing some other stuff, but here I am. And, and, uh, and, you know, every time I end up actually doing it though, I I'm so glad that I did it. Like every week we do this, I, whenever we're actually talking and we're doing it, I feel so much better about doing it than before we hop on. Um, and dude, I think that's applied across the board with anything. And that's been my experience. So, yeah, I hate to say it. It's sorry, listeners. This isn't for you. This is for me. <laughs> Cause I need, I mean, I need this. Like, cause sometimes I'm like, I, I don't know what that verse is. Like, uh, talking about half in half out is worse than being, uh, not in at all. Yeah. And so sometimes I feel like that and, uh, you know, I got a Tuesday rolls around, <laughs> like, you know, it kind of lights me on fire for the week a little bit. Gets me back, you know. If I if I fell off by Monday and Tuesday, will start me back to you know, getting getting back in there. But, yeah, and then Monday comes around next week, and you're like, "Oh, we got the podcast tomorrow, man." <laughs> uh, no, I really do enjoy doing it though. Like when we're actually doing it, I do. I am glad that we're doing it. It's just something I've never done before, man. I've never sat down for an hour every week for us to do something for other people. Um, and it's not pleasing to the flesh. And there's a reason for that. Like we talked about last episode. So I'm glad we do it. I, I think it's very beneficial. I think the runners enjoy it. The people that listen to it, enjoy it. Um, and I think it's helpful for all of us. I enjoy it. So when it's actually said and done, it's like going to the gym. It's like, it sucks, you know, all the way up to when you actually get to the gym. And once you get to the gym, you're so glad that you came. Same with running, right? I mean, that's just, that's like a, you know how they got the law of physics, dude? That's like the law of like the mind. Like I think someone, I don't know if it exists. Someone needs to write, write a book called the law of the mind because I got a lot of laws I need to put in there, dude, that apply and happen every single time. So it's like the buildup to something is way worse than what it actually is. And it's like that for everything. So I went to the gym and ran one. 14 minute mile and was in a massive amount of pain and went home sad. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I had a different experience today, but I definitely get what you're saying. Well, yeah, it sucks when you get up to it and then you half, but do it. And then there's no results. You're like, well, that was just for no reason. That was a waste of time, which that's not your fault. You got an injury. So here's a little plug or not a plug, but, uh, Anybody who's ever had hip bursitis, uh, please put some comments in the Facebook. Just tell me how to make it go away because I'm losing it. I'm losing it. (laughs) I think it's uh, called not going to the gym and running 14-minute miles on the treadmill. I think it's called rest. I only did one. Yeah, that's the point, dude. It's going to make it worse. I was like this in college. Like, I. Um, this is a point I always made to people was like, if you think you're getting injured, it's better to stop for two weeks than to get injured and not be able to run for two months. 
Well, I've been out for two weeks. Well, I guess you see Strava. I ran like a quarter mile the other day. Well, it was like 10 feet. Yeah, uh, dude, you just need to like right. not run it all for like four more weeks. And I know it's hard for you. Can you even bike? Like Can you cycle? Like, uh, it's freezing. <laughs> dude, you need yeah, to the you went to the gym. Why don't you hop on the uh, bicycle at the gym? So I cycled at the gym for about 45 minutes. And, uh, oh, it all comes out. Come on, man. I didn't want to tell everybody. You know, I'm starting to rub my head. You know, I'm getting nervous. Uh, <laughs> when I'm tired or nervous, I rub it. <laughs> it's like the magic eight ball. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was, that was a bad experience today. Uh, yeah, I guess I could do that. <laughs> Rub the magic eight ball. <laughs> yeah, if you see me in the car rubbing my head, just get in, <laughs> get in another lane because I'm about to be swerving. <laughs> oh, so you do, so you do cross train and hop on the bike. I love riding the bike, dude. Uh, that's better than nothing. That whole season, that's, I mean, that's how I did that, that hotter than hell 100 we did, that bike race. Uh, that we never saw exactly. each other at. <laughs> it's my fault. I went home early. I was so tired. I was like, I'm not hanging out here. Ryan's like, yeah, I got a hotel. And like, I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have a house with a bed. <laughs> uh, I'll see you again. I'm it again. Uh, yeah, so I had a stress fracture in my tibia. I was out for like three or four months. So this whole year I've been out. I ran 100-mile race and your 52-mile race and uh, did quite well and then crashed again. So I'm good for about two or three races a year. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, two steps back, one step forward. Yeah, I, I was scared to death. I had to go tell my... My little sponsor guy, like, hey, I can't do the race. He's like, we don't care. I'm like, I know, but he's like, no one cares, Bill. We're just happy that you're alive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, with our little team, you know, we got the Texas Outlaw Elite team we run. And when somebody gets injured, I feel like they feel so bad about it, but I really don't care. I'm like, I know you're going to get better. I know you're a fast runner. Like, don't feel this pressure that you got to perform and you can't because you're injured. Like I, I clearly understand that you're injured, you know? So I think any sponsored runner kind of just feels like that. So I just, I just deferred my, my races. I had one this weekend and I have one next month and I just contacted the race directors. Well, one of them could, one of them could not, but hmm. Yeah, well, we're honestly, believe it or not, it's been it's about that time. It's about that time. I like when these go by two hours. When when these go, what'd you say? (laughs) Let's go two hours. Two hours. We're gonna do Joe Rogan style. (laughs) Ash is shaking his head. (laughs) Bedtime. Yeah. Well. yeah, I think it's about that time. Well, if y'all enjoyed listening, if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, the best thing you can do is leave a rating. Leave a five-star rating, a five-star review. 
whatever you're listening on, we'd really appreciate that. If you want to join the conversation, join the Facebook group on on Facebook, Christian Trail Bros Forum. I know Billy's on there commenting. I think Asher checks every now and then. I check it every now and then. I got a lot I got to do every day, so um, I, I'm not always able to check it. But I know I know Billy's pretty active on it. I think I'm just real. I really suck at social media. So just know, like I just suck at it. Like I don't know if there's people that are good at it and not, but I'm not. So you gotta like call me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Billy will like just leave his phone number on his Strava and be like, "Call me, bro." <laughs> I will. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's the Christian. Well, thanks for listening to the Christian Show Bros podcast. Um, I mean, if you guys really, really want it every week, if you need it every week, if this is something like this is the only time you get to really get fed spiritually, and you're like, guys, I need this every week, tell us in the Facebook group. We might bring it back if it's majority vote, but um. In the meantime, we got these on on Wednesday every two weeks. So um, y'all will be able to listen to another episode two weeks from now. So um, in the meantime, join the conversation on a Facebook group. And I guess we're going to end it with a happy trails. What, what should we should close in prayer. Oh, yeah. Well, if I yeah. said it, I got to say the prayer, don't I? Asher says the prayer. Asher says the prayer. No, Billy, you're saying the prayer. Billy, say yep. the prayer. Let's okay, close so in prayer. I'm really nervous and I don't know what I'm doing. Start so rubbing the head, go. Billy. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Lord Jesus, for putting bringing this all together and uh, just giving us the words to speak tonight. And I hope that any any listeners will reach out if they if they want to hear uh, some different things or if they're struggling with anything. That just to know that we're here to pray with them and uh, and. Uh, if anybody needs anything, just speak up. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 See how much I was rubbing that head? <laughs> Y'all better have your eyes closed. <laughs> hey, there ain't nothing about it that says close your eyes when you pray. It doesn't. But don't say that. It's making me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That's enough of that. We'll see y'all. On Wednesday in two weeks from today. See you.